Hey everyone, Adam here. First of all, you may notice that this episode of Helpful Goat Presents is not a part of the current Tear Beyond the Doors campaign, but it is still a Tear episode. Um, I will let Galway explain that in the introduction he made in the live stream on Twitch. Second of all, I just wanted to tee up a big and very special announcement right here at the beginning. Hey, Dominic Monaghan. Are you ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons? You know, I think this is about as good a time as ever there's been to play Dungeons and Dragons. I have a little bit more time on my hands than I already would. I'm looking for a little escape. I didn't realize that you could play Dungeons and Dragons in such a worthwhile way on your computer. So I'm 100% in and I'm, I'm ready to get going. 100%. Yeah, love it. Cool. That is right. We reached out to Dominic Monaghan to see if he wanted to play D&D with us, and he said yes. So we're doing that. We are calling it Dom and Dragons. We're starting with a short campaign called The Myriad, uh, so you can tune in for that at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, or check it out shortly after when we begin releasing it in podcast form over in our Goats and Dragons podcast feed. We are very excited about this, and yes, we hope you are too. Happy listening. Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Stop the storm. And we're back. Had to wait out a little bit of, uh, you know, <laughs> Christmas there, but we got it. Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, Lord. Welcome back, everyone. When we last left our adventurers, they had managed to head out of the town of White Mount in search of what was causing the storms on White Mount Peak. Heading through the dangerous, blighted lands, they proceeded south, reaching the river and following it, until they were able to cut directly west. Doing so added some time to their travels, but also made them significantly easier going. Just before they prepared to cut west towards the mountains, Jonas, the hunter, noticed a strange wolf-like creature hunting them. Between Jonas and Gloomy's memories, they came to the conclusion that it was likely a winter wolf, an extremely dangerous monstrosity, capable of breathing pure cold energy. Avoiding the hell out of this, they hurried through and elected for a path that would take them in the, through valleys to the south. Again, possibly slightly longer, but much easier going. At least they hoped so. This path also had the advantage of hopefully taking them safely and reducing the risk of injury. And they were doing all right on time, though time was ticking as they entered their sixth day, the tenth of which would result in the town likely suffering irreparable damage to their food stores. On the sixth day, by the end of which Gloomy expected them to be able to reach the foot, or middle, of White Mount Peak. 
they came across strange creatures. Dog-like, but with two heads and scaly tails. Seeing that the two that they came across appeared to be puppies or pups and seemed quite emaciated, Jonas fed them and watered them, and they seemed to indicate that they wanted him to follow them. He and the rest of the group moved on with Gloomy confirming that this seemed most likely and Sunny barking at them. Uh, or sorry, not Sunny. Uh, one shoe barking <laughs> at them. There we go. There was the other confusion. We got it. We got it. Crossed it off on Galway. Druids. Chris. Yeah. Bingo. Um, they were led back to a den within which an adult, one of these creatures with a broken leg, lay emaciated and weakened. Fed and healed by the group, the creature seemed grateful and led them through twisting paths in the mountains to a campsite that the group discovered had belonged to Yix, one of the head wardens of the town, who had several weeks earlier been injured in the mountains. Following this, the creatures led them further on through yet more paths, and several hours later they emerged at the, not even the foot of White Mount Peak, almost at the sort of middle portion of the mountain. And there discovered two things. One, a series of slopes and flat inclines switching back and forth up the side of the mountain that seemed to lead towards the peak, currently lost in clouds. And the other, less heartening, a long furrow in the ground, pocked around it with scorch marks that Gloomy determined seemed to have come from lightning. What this means, they're not yet sure, but they are at White Mount Peak, slightly ahead of the schedule that they'd intended. What would you all like to do now? So do we climb the peak, or do we investigate the furrow? Like, we have to figure out what's causing the storms, right? And there's certainly clouds on the peak, but the furrow is very odd. How far away from the peak are we? Fix the peak. Reach the peak. Um, how long do we think it would take to climb to the top of the mountain? From where you are right now, probably about half a day. So you could either climb and get to the peak essentially by nightfall, or you could camp for the rest of the day here and then get to the peak around midday tomorrow. How far are we from the furrow? Because you said it was really big. Oh, it's... Sorry. When I say that, I mean it's probably uh, five to ten feet wide, ten feet deep. Sorry. It's big, but it's not like it's a canyon or anything. I was picturing much larger. Where is it in relation to us, though? Like, how far is the furrow from us? It's about a hundred, hundred and fifty feet off from you. Oh, so it's like really close. So we should just go look yeah, at yeah. that and then decide yeah. if we want to climb the mountain. Okay. Sure. 
Sorry. Yes. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Yeah, because at the at the sight of the the furrow and the lightning marks, um, Charlie would have maybe kind of stiffened up. Um, well, not stiffened up, but would have sent kind of a shiver down his spine. Something about the storms. Sorry, I just burped on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, something about the storms has had him weirdly kind of on edge and excited and activated in a weird kind of way, which Boo might have noticed <clears throat> over yeah. the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, so he's definitely down. He's he's heading right for those lightning marks to kind of check them out. Sure thing. All right. Boo will just waddle along behind him. Yeah, I'll follow. See, so you say waddle, and now I'm picturing a really like portly small a cat. A stout. I'm extremely fluffy, and I'm pretty sure my legs are very short. So fluffy. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, you, you you make your way over to it. You sort of pick your way over this more barren ground. Um, uh, it, it, again, like I said, it's um, it's sort of between five and ten feet wide. Um, Maybe as you get closer to it, more like 15 feet deep at its deepest. Um, and uh, probably, I don't know, 20, 25 feet long across its entire length. It's shallower at either end, deeper in the middle. Um, there are a couple dozen scorch marks from lightning scattered around. There doesn't seem like there's lightning actively in the air right now, right? Uh, not right now. The storms have had lightning at times. Um, but you would also say that that's kind of a, a lot of lightning strikes in a relatively small area. Is there anything in the pit? Uh, you look in and you don't see anything. Does the lightning seem natural to me? Um, natural even for the blight, I guess. The blighted lands. That's hard to say. You haven't been in this part of the blight, and you certainly know that the blight can affect weather. Um, okay. There, There is nothing about it that immediately says to you it is blight, but it's, it's very hard to rule out anything as, oh, that's okay. not because of the blight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Charlie's, in, like, really curious about the fact that this is, I mean, this is the first evidence of, like, lightning-scorched ground that they've seen so far, right? Correct. Um, and it's just this, yeah, this concentrated area. Um, yeah, Charlie's looking around to see if there's anything in or around the pit that would, that would be uh, notable, anything that might explain why lightning would be drawn to this specific area and he, it would even be looking up into the into the sky yeah give me but a I, 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 uh, investigation check you said yeah i was gonna say give me a quick investigation check but if you're going to describe something else by all means i was just going to flag for everybody i'm not i forget if i have mentioned this but um uh charlie is afraid of heights I know it's a bit on the nose for an Aarakocra, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> the higher we get up this mountain, the more kind of uh, nervous he's going to kind of be. Uh, but yeah, okay, investigation check. On the beak? 
question mark? Buh, 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 buh. Yep, on the beak. <laughs> That's Ooh. a crit fail. Oh. This also reminds me of two things that I'd wanted to do uh, before, sorry, we, we got started again and you probably know what they are based on my reaction to seeing a fumble. Um, uh, Jonas, you have inspiration um, for stopping investigating those creatures, understanding that they seemed like they wanted something and actually following decent protocol for investigating a wild, potentially dangerous animal. Uh also getting inspiration, and it's going to go on your character sheet, but it's honestly more for you, Chris. Um, for sh Just for the sheer feat of having kept up this energy continuously <laughs> for the first two and a half hours of the stream, I have literally been like lowering the music volume so that the background music of this is mostly just... <laughs> So you each have inspiration. Um, I have forgotten because it, it is technically a house rule. We treat inspiration as a thing that you can use after your roll um, to roll another die and it can replace. Uh, you also may give inspiration to someone if you want to. I am in not even suggesting that this is a vital moment to give inspiration to Charlie or anything. Nor mm -hmm. am I. I'm not. But just, yeah. I just wanted to cover the rules for inspiration because I realized I didn't do it before we got off. Sure. But yes, you two have inspiration. Uh, one for gameplay, one for just the fact that I'm going to be humming that fucking tune for like three days. <laughs> it's amazing. I know it is. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, so if we're going to go with uh, the, 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 the fumble stands... Um, you look up, Charlie, and you like you're looking down. And as you look up, you you sort of you get the perception suddenly because you're up in the mountains now, and this is one of those things that if you don't live near mountains, this may not be immediately apparent. The ground sort of increases in elevation as you're getting to mountains, and then you end up with sort of cliff-like things. You're a lot higher up than you've been. Um, and sort of looking up, it suddenly hits you of those clouds look a hell of a lot closer than they should. Um, and then you kind of notice that like the entire, you can't even see the peak of White Mount Peak. It's shrouded in clouds, which means you're going to be going into the clouds. And this just kind of makes you dizzy. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's overwhelming for sure for Charlie. It also just struck me that um, so we're on the south face of the mountain, yeah? Yeah. Um, and it yeah, it just struck me that Charlie has a vested interest in probably at some point, if possible, seeing what's on the north eastern face of the mountain because that would be the direction from which the image on his medallion was painted. Just saying. But for now, he's just dizzy. He doesn't know what direction northeast sure. is. Uh, would anyone else like to do anything as Charlie is now sort of 
swaying back and forth gently staring up into the sky um would anyone yeah. else like to do anything in terms of the furrow the lightning strikes etc i'm just gonna take care of charlie everyone else can investigate <laughs> oh thank you boo. <laughs> i'm gonna sit him down and like fan him with something with his with his own wing <laughs> yeah <laughs> now like get my jacket my uh little raincoat or something and, like fan him with Oh yeah, okay. That's good. Right. So, so what do we know? What happened? What's up with the hole? Do we figure out what's up with the hole so we can go to the peak and plant the seed? We definitely haven't. Hmm. Um. Can I help? What can I help with? You can. You, you could see if you can figure out what caused the lightning. You seem good with nature, and I'm not sure if it's natural. Yeah, I can take a look. Can I take a look? Let's take a look. I can take, definitely take a look. Let's look. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. What have I wrote? Natural. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so if you're investigating, at, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're investigating the sort of source of the lightning, etc., yeah, it would be a nature roll. Oh, I can do that. Oh, the discrepancy. Uh, ah. So I'm trying to think. I think we've had two fumbles, both of which have been the result. And three crits, all of which have been on the second die. Four crits. Yeah. yeah. Four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of which we got to roll through an advantage. Um, all right. Uh, with that nine nature, you're looking at it. I'm having one of those moments where, like... <laughs> You are doing to me what my questions do to Andy sometimes. <laughs> Nothing about the lightning, like, sort of scorch marks themselves seem unnatural. Mm -hmm. But this kind of concentration of lightning strikes in one area, especially when let alone like yesterday or when you were in the valley, you didn't see any lightning strikes really when you were walking over to this. Feels wrong. So does that make sense? Uh, to neither one of us does that make sense. Once she was lost and Chris is lost. <laughs> so <laughs> Once she's so, just going to be like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's lightning and it's a whole Okay. To, 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 put into, to put into context for just so that everyone else understands and maybe at least Chris understands, this doesn't look like someone fired the spell lightning bolt at the ground a bunch of times or anything. It doesn't feel like odd lightning. This seems like uh -huh. normal ass lightning from a cloud struck the ground, but struck the ground way too many times in one small place. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Feels like uh, call lightning is what Lena's saying. Or there's a lightning rod. Maybe. Um, Did we... Do, were, were we tracking those... the footprints at all by any chance? Yix's footprints? I think I just found, like, the one print. Not really a set of footprints. Not really a trail. There wasn't really a trail to follow because oh, of how much okay. it's raining. All right, gotcha. And the fact that they seemed like they were six weeks old. Yeah. Is, okay. is there anything in the very center, working from the lightning rod idea? 
Is there anything at the very center that maybe looks like it was removed? Like any sort of sign that something was there and now isn't? Hmm. That's a good question. A little bit, yeah. Um, you kind of have to, as you're, as, as Charlie seems to have regained himself a little bit and you almost peer down at this, your, your senses notice that there's this furrow and it's not very even or anything. It's, it's, you know, rough, roughly sort of, uh, marred earth, but right in the, right in the middle there's very clearly to you a small pool of water. Not very big, like maybe a, a foot across. But that it's a pool. Hmm. And is one shoe saying this since they were the one who rolled? I saw uh, lightning and nothing else. They were primarily looking okay. at the lightning, not the okay. burrow. Okay, cool. Um, I guess I'm gonna... Is, is Charlie still <laughs> gonna faint? I think he's probably recovered a bit. Yeah, I've, I've regained my composure at, a little at bit. At the very least, he is no longer still staring directly into the rain above him like a baby turkey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm no longer I'm no longer the end of a James Joyce short story. Araby? Araby? Anyone? Araby? Okay, never mind. Oof. Stick and roll, stick and roll. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll elbow Charlie and sort of nod down at the pool. Um, and just say, you reckon that should be there, or looks a bit out of place? Oh, what do you think that is? It does look somewhat conspicuous. Hmm. Um, the, uh, I'm gonna go over to Gloomy and, and sort of show her and see what she thinks, since she's the ranger. What do I think? And now that this is pointed out to you, um, you definitely can see, yeah, there's there's like a pool of water right in the middle of it, and that feels a little weird, and that that probably matches with there was something there that was removed. Can I get any sort of, like, vibe on what was removed? Um, how do you want to? What are you looking for? I'm looking for any sign of what it was that was removed. <laughs> like you could go down into the furrow and like stick your hand in it slash investigate that pool more. Do I feel like that's a safe idea? Uh, you don't feel like it would be especially dangerous. It's not like it's a very big furrow. Um, you can easily walk in and out of it. Uh, but I mean, so like, that would be physically investigating it. You could, I don't know, like, history check to try to think of anything that you could think of that would do something like this. Um, you could arcana check to see if you feel any, like, presence of magic. Uh, like, that's what I was meant by, like, what, how do you right. check? So just, uh, just for my own knowledge, sorry, um, the it feels like, is the pool of water um, caused by the thing that was removed, or is it more like it was removed and left a divot and it filled with water naturally? That's kind of what I'm confused about. 
difficult to say, but it seems to you from sort of your perception of it and now also Gloomy's that it's there's a cavity there that has filled uh, with rainwater. Yeah, okay, cool. So I'm going to climb down in the hall and explore it. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. How long again have the storms been happening in Whitemount? Uh, about a month. About a month. And Yix's expedition here was six weeks ago. Yix wasn't even necessarily on an expedition here. He was just out exploring the blighted lands. Except but yes. apparently it was here. But but apparently he was here. And he yes, is very that suspicious. Was, that was six mm. weeks ago. Gotcha, okay. Uh, so 16, mm. investigation. You, you, you're able to get pretty close to it. And yeah, it's, to answer the the definitively the question from before there's definitely a hollow here that the rainwater is filling um and kind of putting your hand into it 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 feels like it's a a spherical shape that's maybe a, a foot a foot and a half in diameter hmm. so a large ish Sphere. Largish sphere, yes. Huh. I'll, I'll relate that to the party and come back up. There is something that sticks out to you. Oh. It's been raining like this for weeks, and the earth is relatively firm here, so, like, whatever caused this furrow had a lot of force. It still feels weird to you that that cavity would have stayed with all that time. Does it feel like it's just normal dirt? Like, when I touch it? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have... Maybe it feels a little uh, more compacted than it should be. But that's about, mm, okay. that's about it for texture. And there's nothing, like, in the bottom of the sphere hole. No. In the sphere hole. <laughs> I, I thought Chris was going to kick out that one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I think I have an idea. Uh, it seems like this thing, this thing that was drawing lightning was here for a very long time, right? If the earth around it is very compacted so it like, seems like there was something here for a very long time controlling some force or keeping it back like holding then, storms back right exactly like holding the storms back and then Ixus came along and took it got injured brought and somehow somehow came back and um brought it back to white mount right so is it like drawing the storms to white mount or that's did... what i'm guessing yeah because it's a lightning law, right? So if I it mean, came back to White Mount, it might be drawing the storms to White Mount. The storms in White Mount haven't been lightning at all. I don't think, have oh. they? Uh, oh, no right. more than any storm might normally. Like, they're not especially lightning-y. Uh, and yeah. we haven't known any concentrated strikes? No. I wonder I mean, if... The weirder when... thing, honestly, has been it's been snowing in them occasionally. I wonder if yeah. when Yips... It's Yix, right? Yes. 
I wonder if when he got injured up here doing whatever he was doing, because it probably wasn't actually just a landslide, lying fucker. No. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering <laughs> if he lost it. Either someone took it from him or something else happened with it and something's been destabilized. Like, I wonder if it's still here for us to find. That would be nice. Sort of as you're, as you're sitting there talking about this and thinking about this, um, Charlie having somewhat recuperated, uh, from the peak, there is suddenly, behind the clouds, just a shattering noise of thunder. Um, and you see the clouds up at the top that are sort of shrouding the peak, just glowing with lightning. Well, I guess um, that's sir. And huh. uh, everybody give me a quick perception check. Okay. Sure. Oh, no. Oh, that's what I'm talking about for Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm talking about for... Ooh, and gloomy. There we go. Nice. Nice. That was really good. Charlie, gloomy, and Jonas. As your ears are almost ringing with the sound of thunder and boo in one shoe, that's all you have. Um, Your ears are just ringing from how loud this thunder was. I kind of picture Boo, you have your ears down. Like, yeah, that's when they get like, startled. It's like, ah, I got, bring them in, yeah, bring them in. My, all my fur's on end as well, just straight um, up. <laughs> Charlie, Gloomy, and Jonas, you all hear something else just sort of along with the thunder. Um, and it sounds like a voice. And Gloomy, you're not able to hear, like, you're not able to make sense of it, but you're fairly sure you heard Draconic. Huh. Okay, D it sounded like it was coming from the peak where the lightning was also? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um... I'm guessing none of us speak Draconic. Nope. Nope. I sure don't. Gloomy does. Oh, Gloomy does? That's why she was able to sort of hear that it sounded like Draconic, but it was too far away to make out the words, if that makes sense. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Got it. Um, so I'll relate to the party that that's what I heard. I guess we gotta go to the peak, you guys. Reach Seems the like... peak, fix the storm, Yep. The Reach the yeah. peak, fix the storm. So, so, so you heard what sounded like draconic up there, and yes, uh, draconic being the language of dragons, and yes. we're going to go up there. Do we get to see a fluffy dragon? Well, many creatures besides dragons speak draconic, so maybe. <gasps> fluffy dragon, fluffy dragon, fluffy dragon. I mean, people speak draconic. There could be a person up there. Aw, people aren't fluffy. Now I need art of a fluffy dragon. <laughs> boo is fluffy and boo is a person. Yeah. <gasps> fluffy! Oh, 
I can't touch the puppy yet. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you already have just at camp. <laughs> I didn't let you pet me before because I was on edge, but when we're at camp, it's fine. What time of day do we think it would be when we reach the peak at this point? I don't know how long we've been investigating the hole. Uh, it would be probably about an hour after nightfall at this point. And not the whole party can't see in the dark. That'd be, like, perfect for me, like, actually. Um, that would be, like, fucking go time for you, yeah. You know, I think maybe we should push through and head up the peak now. Reach the peak, fix the storm, plant the seed, and pet a fluffy dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Um, who can't see in the dark? I sure can't. Ah. Well... Uh, I don't think Charlie can either. Charlie no, I don't think so. can't, but he does have... I'm in weird territory with Charlie because he's a sorcerer, but he doesn't know it. <laughs> but I did have Dark Vision as one of the spells that I Adam was thinking he might have access to. So if we wanted to weave a moment where he could like discover, like, oh, I can cast Dark Vision, um, I think... I think we can do that, given that any parameters or caveats that Galway would provide. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I kind of like the idea of you discovering these spells in moments of, I want this. Like, because to me, if nothing else, that is also the epitome of what a sorcerer's magic is. Sorcerers are a source of magical energy. They rewrite reality to accord with their wishes. And so, yeah. God, I wish I could see in the dark. Blink. Oh, I can see in the dark. So, so if <laughs> yeah, if Gloomy, like like explicitly says like, it would be really useful if we could all <laughs> push forward into the dark here. Um, that might be a moment where Charlie would um, kind of sigh and, and look, you know, up up the up the mountain and kind of peer um into the into the darkness into the distance and might discover that um n now the question of i mean there's also it's also not dark yet just... it's also not dark yet but 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 well yeah how 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 long until it starts getting it's probably dark. still another three hours before it would actually be dark you'd be about halfway up right so at the very least um well, uh, Charlie, at least, would be willing at least to push forward for now. Um, and then if there comes a moment where it makes sense for him to discover uh, the dark vision capability, um, I'll, I kind of hold that yeah, narrative yeah, yeah, yeah. action. You can, you, can, you can hold that narrative moment. I, I like that. And then, so, I mean, I had selected for my meta magic for Charlie... I had selected quickened spell and extended spell, but I mean, if I had your permission, I, plus I don't, I don't know how necessary this would be. But if, if uh, since Jonas also doesn't have dark vision, Charlie could, if he instead had discovered that he had twinning meta magic, could he cast dark vision on both himself and Jonas? With the caveat of all this being, I also know that we have torches and shit. <laughs> So, so you also how, have the light tantrum. Mm. And the 
<laughs> Although I'm gonna point out as the gloom stalker that That's if so people see us coming up the mountain with light, it might not be the best thing in the world. Right. That's a that's a that's mm-hmm. a fair point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. These are just kind of yeah, table talky observations, speculations about if I, stuff. I think in my mind, I, I'm I'm really good with holding that narrative moment. I really like it. I think it was a, a useful or a good spell for what we had sort of talked about before. I'm less inclined to do the twin stretch. Okay. Not because I feel like it's overpowered, but to me it's not as satisfying narratively, whereas quickened and extended both to me make a certain kind of visceral sense of, I need to do this right now. Yeah, and there's... yeah, I want this to keep going. Yeah, that that is the reason why I I did select those two. So it's a bit of a cheat for me now to be like, oh, maybe twinning. So, um, yeah, cool. (laughs) And then, then, um, yeah, we'll just have to sacrifice Jonas... (laughs) You're fucked. Sorry. <laughs> I'll work it out. It's fine. Blood for the Blood Mountain. <laughs> we can also wait and go up tomorrow. It's, you know. Lena, we didn't go through all of this holding of a narrative action for us to just put off going into the dark. We're doing it now. Okay, but I'm going to point out that it was Gloomy suggesting that we go up tonight. Lena thinks that's a really bad idea. Just just getting that in there. <laughs> this is, we are down on resources. Chris and I have both used spell slots. We should be resting. Yeah, but... well, you should have thought about that before you made Gloomy suggest it. Off we go. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> if we all die, this isn't on Lena. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Guess I'll die, then. Reach the peak. All right. Okay. Jonas can just walk in the middle of us, because I can see in the dark. You can see in the dark, right, Gloomy? And then you can see in the dark, right, Boo? I mean, come on. We could just put him in the middle of us, and then we'll all be fine. Sure. Sure. That's how that works. (laughs) So we shouldn't use torches, right? I mean, there's something up there. I don't know if we want it to know we're coming. That's fair. That's fair. You can just walk in the middle of us and we'll all be fine. I'll just yeah, that sounds like a good uh, course action. Yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> yep, sounds totally safe. So you begin heading up. Um, it's relatively smooth going. Um, these, these, the ground seems relatively flat, albeit sloped, and then sometimes just perfectly flattened. And you're making your way up, and about three hours in, um, Charlie and Jonas, you're beginning to have a really hard time seeing. And you're kind of doing your best to stay in the middle of this group. Um, but at one point, you come to a switchback, um, and Charlie, you you're, you're walking along and making the turn, and all of a sudden you have the sickening sensation of your foot not hitting the ground. Um, and you feel your foot just sort of go off a ledge, and you're scrabbling at the rock, um, but you can't really see anything to grab onto. Um, can I grab him? I'll try. You you certainly can. I'm also giving him his yeah, narrative yeah. space. I'm just saying that's probably what Boo would do. 
Oh, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> By all means, help him. Because <laughs> I don't yes. want to have this be like, yes, we got the narrative moment. Like, well, he died as he lived. It was a beautiful narrative moment. Try your best, boo. I will. What do I roll for the for catching a bird three times my size? (laughs) I'm giving you a a DC of uh, for the love of God, eighteen or higher. And if you don't do that, then you fail, and I have to kick my dark vision. Oh, I I imagine your dark vision would in either way it's probably like i'm uh, gonna say it would be real useful if your dark vision kicks in yeah just as a note <laughs> <laughs> yeah no totally i mean it's it's definitely gonna happen i just does are we is boo gonna ro- roll anything for helping or i uh, you could make <laughs> it's basically it's a it's a strength check okay uh athletics if you have proficiency in it That's i fine. do it wasn't too good <laughs> nine so, so you <laughs> lunge forward and are trying to reach towards uh, Charlie's hand, which is just sort of groping from side to side, looking for something, but you're not quite in time and you can't quite line up your paw with his hand. And, and in this moment, Charlie, uh, his, his brain frantically flashes uh, with a desire of... Shit! I I really need to to be able to see where the fuck I am, and and suddenly he f- he finds himself um, uh, being able to peer with 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 much more uh, newfound clarity through the through the dark, and and in in, a, in the spur of the moment, he uh, he realizes he was about to almost actually like sway and topple onto Boo <laughs> with his lo- mm-hmm. lost footing, but now that he can see. Um, his immediate surroundings and see where Boo is and where Boo's uh, hand is, he's able to suddenly, with kind of a a, a gasp, kind of grab with one arm, kind of hold on to like a craggy outcropping next to him, and with his other hand, grab onto Boo. And in this moment, he just kind of like stares at Boo, wide-eyed, like, with this look of like, what just happened. Boo is very panicked. Just you, you are uh, you okay? You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <sighs> Good. Okay, hold on tight. I, I don't think Boo would have realized that you can suddenly see in the dark. So totally, yeah, just, no, totally. Just hold on tight and let's keep going, nice and slow. Okay. 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 And I'm clutching my medallion <laughs> so, watching it. I, I don't know <laughs> all right uh you continue uh making your way up these these sort of switchback uh cliffs and you're you're working your way forward and the the wind and the rain is just lashing you your fingers are starting to come stiff um and finally it's actually charlie who notices it first with your newfound vision uh suddenly i have 90 feet of dark vision <laughs> not to ruin the narrative thing <laughs> i have 
I'm I'm aware. <laughs> I'm getting to what you're going to Bullshit. see in a second. <laughs> oh gosh. Charlie. Because Dower Gloomy is too busy focused on practical things like the path and not dying. Charlie, sort of <laughs> gazing around in wonder, realizes you can see stars. Um, you've pushed through the storm layer. Um, and as you stand there looking up, looking at stars far closer uh, than you've ever seen them, you here just in front of you with her 90 feet of dark vision gloomy go huh as in front of you gloomy glittering and shimmering beneath a layer of snow and ice you see a massive set of doors that seem to have been set into the peak itself one of them hanging open its massive weight supported by a single mangled hinge and from further within, the sounds of thunder and howling wind. Huh. 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 We have doors, y'all. Hmm. Yes, but what's beyond them? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't know, but it sounds like thunder and lightning is coming from in there. Do I see any tracks around here? Uh, you can give me a quick survival check. 17? Uh, no, not really. You don't think there are any. Weird, since we heard some. Well, I heard someone. <laughs> no, wait, we all heard someone. I just heard the language. Anyway, okay. Um, I guess we'll go in. Are we sure that's a good idea? Just uh, walk in a mysterious-looking magical portal door thing in the, on the top of the mountain? Boo, it is sort of why we're here. Right, that's like why we're in the yes, light. Yes, we have to reach land. the peak and fix the storm yes. and plant the seed. Yes. Reach the peak and fix that the is storm true. Okay, I just sling my um, <laughs> hammer off. Oh my god. My back, I'm convinced. Alright, nice. Didn't even need a persuasion off. Why can't I see anything? Hold on. I think you're seeing through Donus's eyes right now. I have 90 feet of dark vision. Everything is dark. <laughs> Through Jonas's eyes, yeah. Can you see things now? Nope. Nope. No. I can. I can. Nope. I, I cannot. Can't. You might have to scroll. I'm not sure. Uh, nope. There it is. Nope. I'm zoomed Sorry. out. Sorry. The there okay, you go. Cool. Who else can't see? For some Me. reason, it didn't keep. I can. For some reason, it didn't keep sight on some of the tokens. I can't see. I can't see. Ah, here we go. The doors. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. Are these walls? Is that why I can't see 90 feet? Yes. Okay, those are walls. That's why you can't see 90 feet. So you find yourself in a massive stone hall. The floors and some of the walls are, are gently lit from almost within the walls themselves, but you cannot tell by what force. What you can tell is directly in front of you are several skeletons. Ah. Not the, like, ambulatory wearing armor trying to kill you kind, 
the as far as we know dead kind hmm. wait that's both of them yeah what's the the temperature like in here is it really cold uh significantly warmer than outside oh there you go interesting and we hear light we hear thunder uh sort of from deeper in yeah and can Jonas still not see, or are there lights in here? That's a great question. Did it just not keep the has sight for anyone? No, you have sight. You should be able to see, Jonas. Oh, no. I can see on here. I just wanted to make sure that Jonas could see. Yes. Uh, so so the little... the little uh, You can only see if your character can. Um, oh, okay, cool. Uh, the, the, these orbs in the wall that you can kind of see sticking out a little bit in the corners and stuff seem to be emitting light. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. Uh, can I inspect the skeletons? See if they have anything on them? Any markings? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, give me an investigation roll. Sure. Sunny, there are... Sunny. <laughs> Gloomy, ah! there are dead people! <laughs> uh, 15 investigation very nice um there don't seem to be any like possessions or anything but looking at them you can tell that these are people who died violently um like they died of wounds uh one of them looks like their leg was smashed um and they've also given that they're skeletal they've been dead for quite some time sure okay while this is, while everyone else is investigating stuff um as I understand it, my role in this is protection. That's why the the town sent me with them. So I am armed and I'm just like scanning around the room looking for stuff. Are there any like signs of tracks, people, recent disturbance? Uh, give me a quick survival check. Nine. Um, this does still count as the Blighted Land, so yes. Yep. Uh, nine. Um, not really. Uh, there does seem to be. There doesn't even seem to be like much dust or anything. So there's not much to leave tracks. Okay. If that makes sense. Are there doors? Uh, there's besides the set behind you. You there seem to be uh a couple of hallways leading out of the upper left and right corners. Um, as we pass this orb, I know that there are multiple ones of these, like lighting the room, but... <clears throat> um, it's also relatively high up, just as a note. Okay, Charlie would at least be curious as to whether um, those orbs look like around the same size as the... Uh, the the hole in the furrow mm. from earlier. Interesting. Uh, no, these are a bit bigger. Um, they're sort of up by the ceiling, which is about uh, 20 feet up from you. It's a fairly high, it's very high ceiling. Um, and they're probably closer to three or four feet in diameter. Okay. Uh, the quality of the light in them looks very similar to that neat little trick that you used in an attempt to help Boo keep watch. Right, so that, yeah, definitely feeling uh, some resonance here with my budding magical powers. Interesting. I don't know if um, if Charlie would have the mind to or be able to do any kind of 
like a check about that, like exploring the connection between his light cantrip and the orb. Probably the that observation that you just said that I had is enough. I, I was going to say, I think that that's, I feel that that's pretty much where you'd go. Okay, cool. Gloomy, are are we in the peak? Um, I guess. It seems like it. Is this where we fix the storm? Because we need to fix the yes. storm before we can play at the This peak. is definitely where we fix the storm. Okay, great. Where do we go? What do we do? Or we die. What? You mean like those guys? Yeah. I mean like those guys. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that might be the best line of this one shot. Yeah, I mean, like those guys. <laughs> Does it sound like the thunder's coming from both hallways or more from one of them? Uh, hard to say. Sound is kind of echoing off the stone in here. If I go stand by one of the hallways, will I be able to tell better? Maybe. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Cover me. One shoe tosses a blanket on you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll um, I'll go with her. Give me a perception check real fast. You both can. Nine. So what close. is this game? Twenty one. Okay. Uh, gloomy. It's really hard to tell. Uh, Boo, you're pretty sure it was a little louder where you were before, so maybe the other way. Okay. I uh, think it might be coming from the other direction. Let's go stand by that one and check, I guess. Okay. Do you need perception checks again, or...? No, it certainly seems uh, quieter, or louder on this end. Hmm. So, do we go this way because we know that's where we're supposed to go, or do we go the other way to see if there's anything that might help us that way before we go this way? Hmm, that's a very good question. Might be worthwhile going around the other way so that, I mean, we have the chance of flanking it and taking it by surprise, whatever it is. Maybe we won't even have to fight it. Maybe it's just a puzzle or something. That speaks draconic. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> lots of, I'm sure lots of puzzles speak draconic <laughs> in Blighted Lands. I don't know anything about the Blighted Lands, so sure. Jots down notes on Draconic speaking puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, we know which way is the quote-unquote right way, I suppose. It's just about deciding our tactic now. What do the rest of you people think? Yeah, we should probably go back and talk. Which way are we going, guys? Which way? Which way? Which way? Can we fix the storm? Fix the so storm. we know one of the ways is probably the way towards the thunder noises. We're wondering if we should check out the other way so we know what we're dealing with kind of fully in this area before we head that way or if we should just head that way. We gotta fix the storm. <laughs> right, but we're just wondering whether to be uh, <laughs> attack full on head on I mean or to go around and be more strategic that's sort of what we're deciding here <laughs> we've been cautious thus far do I stop now but good point fluffy dragon 
it, I think the dragon will still be there. It's a dragon. So Charlie is too distracted, <clears throat> um, kind of looking around. And how high, like, is this the space that we're in? Like, how how big and cavernous is it? Siblings are about 20 feet up. Um, wow. And then it's about 100 feet across. So, yeah, Charlie's just kind of looking around. <clears throat> like, yes, he, he, both he and Boo were originally kind of assigned on this mission to be guards. And Boo is doing a good job of that. But Charlie's increasingly just kind of in his own headspace for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know, does Charlie see anything at all distinctive? Like, aside from those orbs, like any kind of functional or aesthetic, decorative anything at all in this in this room not really um this, this sort of a big open space yeah then i mean charlie would naturally be drifting toward the direction of that's more interesting which is the the one is that the the the, the one where the sound is coming from i would say Probably. That is, he would be drifting that way, but if the group kind of is saying, like, no, let's be cautious, then somebody might just have to gently take his hand um, or wing. Either yeah, and, if, uh... If, uh, if Charlie starts wandering away from the group, I'll just gently take his, his hand and just sort of lead him back without saying anything. Just like, yeah, I do this all the time. Let's, uh, let's get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I guess if we're being cautious, we'll go down the left hallway first. Okay. Sounds smart. Especially since this big cavernous room only has dead bodies in it, so that's probably its purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> we should probably leave this big room. <laughs> Boo slash Monty speaking truth. Like, hey guys! Uh, impressions about this. Funky lights, dead people, not a lot else. Doesn't suggest, yeah. hey, let's stay here for a few hours. <laughs> Once you will look over towards the right and like just kind of longingly look and then I'll look back towards the group and then just kind of shrug and then skip off towards them. I thought you were going to skip off towards the right and I was going to kill you. I know, me too. I had a mini panic attack for a moment. Okay, who, uh, do we have to choose a filing order? It's, I think it's pretty narrow. Yeah. It is about a five foot wide passage. I will... Jonas in the middle. Jonas in the middle. Why? <laughs> because, because if it gets dark again. Oh, true. Oh, right. <laughs> um, I guess Boo should probably go first because Boo's, you're, you're tanky, right? I have no idea. Um, I, sh I mean, I'm a fighter, so I suppose, but I also don't have good um, perception or, or survival. It's okay, I can go right behind you, and I have 90 feet of dark vision. <laughs> and you can also see and straight over the top of me, so that's fine. Yeah. Okay, cool, yes, I will go first, bravely, with my shield out in front of me. Okay. Yeah, Y'all can move freely. So. Okay. Do I have to, like, check for traps and stuff as we move? Would that be something that I'm... That's a D&D &D thing, right? It, it sure is. 
something I should be doing. <laughs> Especially the character who's most concerned about the skeletons having died of violence. Right. The yes. DM's eyes kind of flick back and forth. Like, um, I think I'm contractually obligated to not say if you should check for traps. Um, I will check <laughs> for traps. Invest- <laughs> investigation. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. Well, uh, you, you're pretty sure there aren't any traps in the hallway through what you can sort of see here. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> we get to this big room. Cool. Uh, what about it? Oh, do we have to roll again for the big room? I, I'm gonna kind of let you roll that twelve going forward okay. for a bit, just to expedite matters here. Um, cool. And then uh, you can tell me if you're like, this seems fishy as hell. I want to roll again. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just keep that 12 for now then and, and sort of like make room for everyone to file in. So you see another room um, smaller than the last one, uh, though still fairly large. Uh, there appear to be a couple of other rooms off the east side of it and then a hallway uh, leading to the north. I'm just calling up on the map north. Yep. Keep it simple. <laughs> Alright. Which way, Gloomstalker? The two rooms, as I saw you skipping around, Gloomstalker, uh, <laughs> <Yep>. appear to <laughs> have been small bedrooms. Um, they had a bed that was largely fine, but doesn't seem to have been used or affected. Okay. So, down the hallway, I guess. Sure. So yeah, as, as you get to the end of this hallway and you can everyone except Jonas will be able to see it because it is in the dark. Perfect. Um, you see <laughs> uh, another massive door and it's carved with decorative markings of mountains and other patterns. And on the face of it at about chest height, say for uh, yeah. you know sort of an average height human um, you can see three other sort of impressions and markings. Um, and gloomy as you're sort of looking at them from farther, even from farther away, but you're looking at them more closely. They seem to be three different handprints. The one on the left is bigger than any of your hands and seems to have almost texture on it that looks like scales. Um, the one in the middle is much smaller and it has a thumb and three fingers and every finger seems to end in a claw and the last like a kitty? Mm, not precisely and the very last one mm-hmm. is even is much larger even bigger than the first but it seems more like it has a normal skin texture it doesn't look like it has that impression of scales okay and these handprints are like in dust or like imprinted in the stone? They're they're impressions in the stone itself. Hmm. Okay. Well that's weird. Um you, Charlie, still have your dark vision on because it lasts for eight hours. The handprint in the middle looks very much like your hand. Ooh. A thumb, three fingers, each ending in a talon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will kind of <clears throat> uh, hesitantly kind of put my 
hand up to it, almost just barely grazing the the wall itself. As you graze sort of the impression in the wall, you see it sort of flicker, and that handprint lights up. Ooh. Wow. Uh, so... Good job, Charlie. I'm... Do you think I'm okay to light a torch here? I can snuff it for later, but it seems like we're alone. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably yeah, a good idea. Fine. Great, great. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. None of us have scaly hands. So... No, and none of us have giant hands. No. So there's the... The Eric Cochran handprint, there's a scale-like handprint, and what's the third one? So there's a scale-like handprint that seems a bit bigger than an Arakakra, and then to the right there's a handprint that's even bigger than that scaly one, but it looks just sort of like there's no texture of scales or anything, and it looks like a a standard human hand in terms of at least it has a thumb and four fingers. But it's really large, right? But it's much bigger than a human yeah. hand. Yeah. Hmm. Guessing nobody knows any Goliaths in town? No. Do we? Uh, not particularly. Some Goliaths have come through for trade occasionally, and there's, there's more, uh, there are a couple of Goliath families in the town sort of to the east of you, but not in White Mount. Um, <gasps> wait, and it could be an orc hand, right? Uh, possible. Um, Jonas, as you're looking at it, because you've traveled a lot and you've met a lot of people, mm-hmm. the hand on the left, uh, the the scaly one, seems like it might fit with a dragonborn. Okay. And because you've met quite a few of them. Yeah. Not a lizard person? What are they called? Just lizard people? Lizard folk. folk. Yeah. <laughs> Lizard folk. Okay. <laughs> lizard person? What are they called? Lizard folk. Well, they I was really worried they strained... had a special name and I just No, I know. Blanked. I'm like, they really strained themselves with that one. Yeah. And I still managed to forget it, so, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. should we try to open the door? Like, we haven't tried. I think that's a good idea. Mm. I'm gonna try to open the door. Unless somebody thinks it's a bad idea. Well, I do, but you know. Open the door! Open the door! Open the uh, door! Give me one. Door. Give me one second while I think of something. All right. Well, it seems like you need three hands, right? One's an Arakokra. One's a Dragonborn. One might be a Goliath or an Orc. It's too bad it wasn't a lizard person, because then it could be like the head of the, um, the wardens, the head of the. Uh, what is it, Druid Circle, yeah. and then an Arakoko, which I assume is important in this area, since this is where Charlie's from. Indeed. Indeed. That would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. Oh, well. We turn uh, I mean, around like, and leave been... Galway. <laughs> <laughs> when I say cool, I mean convenient for us. Yes. Yeah. So does Jonas, Jonas is thinking, um, what is he thinking about? Uh, Jonas is, is, uh, asking, um, God, if, um, I can try something. 
So I am waiting for a response, and then we'll find out. By God, did you you the GM? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have. Did you, oh, did you? Oh. Um. I'm just going to respond to you verbally. That's fine. If that's okay, but without giving too much, uh, without I think spoiling anything of that. Uh, Charlie has moved his hand away, and the handprint where he touched is still glowing. Oh, great, great. Okay. Um. So we do want this thing open. Um. I don't uh, yes, yeah. open the door. I mean. Yes. Great. Okay. We should find out what all of this holds. All right. Um, great. So I'm going to hesitantly walk up to the door. I am going to shapeshift into a dragonborn. You guys know he could do that. Yay! I knew you could do it, Jonas. You did? So apparently, one shoe did anybody else? I told one shoe. I knew a secret. I knew a secret, and I kept it. Only yeah. So I'm just gonna open the door now. If you touch your now, are you gonna do the other one? If you now touch your now dragonborn hand to it, the the, the handprint will also sort of flare with light sure. and stay lit. Great! Yay! Now do the other one. Do the other one. Do the other what one. What are thinking? It was a Goliath, or uh, uh, several things would come to mind as being appropriate for that sort of size and general hand shape. Sure. Um, probably the three biggest would be orc, Goliath. Uh, Biggest, not meaning in actual size. Mm-hmm. Three most likely being Orc, Goliath, and um, Furbolg. I'm uh, going to try uh, Goliath first. Okay. Um, gonna put my hand on there. You've seen a Goliath. Uh, nothing happens. Okay, we're gonna try Furbolg. Okay, you get sort of curly, fluffy hair yep. and a Midwestern accent yep. because. That's what everyone does with furbolgs. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, you touch your hand to it, and the handprint flickers and glows, um, and then the door sort of slides into the wall. Uh, that was really cool, Jonas. And then I'm just going to go right back to Jonas. I uh, I, I didn't like a lot of that. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> now that that's out of the way, moving on. Jonas, you did a really good job. Jonas, really, 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 you open the door, we open the door. Now let's go see what's Jonas, in the door. that was <laughs> impressive. I, I wish I could shapeshift into a less complicated and mysterious body in relation to my origin story. Oh, are right, you let's... going through puberty or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, in a sense, Charlie is. Or are you just dazed from hitting the fourth wall? <laughs> uh, so in front of you you see just this roaring flame um, and as you sort of step forward slowly hesitantly not at all apparently everybody everybody walk walk forward I did composure. walk walk no there's a figure in there what? There does appear to be a suit of armor. Oh yes, yeah, so standing I'm against at, one wall. I'm at the back. Hmm. Huh. 
Well. <laughs> Fine, I'm oh, going. Wait, or not. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No, there's more. There's more. There's more figures. There's more suits of armor. Okay. Uh, I guess. What is there? Everyone, draw your weapons. Get ready. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out both my short swords and step into the room because I'm a brave ranger. Yeah. Okay. As you step into the room, and yeah, I intentionally paused there for just a second. Um, as you step into the room. And enter sort of the glow of this light, of this roaring flame, which, by the way, is floating above the ground. Mm. Um, you all feel very warm um, and sort of comfortable. Like, you, as much as it's been warmer in here than it was outside, you still felt cold and damp and like you just hiked up a mountain. Um, and now you feel sort of warm and comfortable and you feel sort of some of the tiredness and the wear of travel uh, fade away and you become aware of this magnificent sort of scent. Uh, It's like a a kind of spice, but not one that any of you have ever smelled before. And it seems to be coming from the fire itself. Also to, Sorry, I should have led with this because none of you are probably fully processing what I'm saying. None of the armor is moving. Okay. Great. It appears to just be a suit of armor. Mm. I'm not standing (laughs) next to it. You can't trick me. Um, Is the fire producing heat? Uh, Yes. Not... I'm trying to think of how to say this both less and more than it should be. It is not blazing hot as you're getting closer to it, but the entire room is a very pleasant, warm temperature. Um, And the other thing is, as you sort of walk towards it, also, uh, one shoe, this scent is just amazing. Mm -hmm. It is sort of like the best spice scent you have ever smelled. Um, Oh my god. God, guys, this smells so nice in here. And drifting down, despite the fact that this is just a fire suspended in midair, um, ash seems to be drifting from it. This is all very odd. It smells so good in this place. I really um, like it. <laughs> the ash, incidentally, Wonchu, uh, seems to carry that scent. And there's just sort of a pile of it, which you could kind of scoop some up of if you want. Don't do that. DM wants you to. Don't do it. Okay. You you, you scoop up some of it and as you sort of stick your hand into it, you're kind of amazed. It's still warm. Like, it seems to be holding warmth from the fire. And like, you, you, you scoop from the edge and sort of the bottom so as not to burn yourself. It shouldn't still be that warm, but it is, and it still has that wonderful scent. So you can pretty easily scoop up a bag of it if you want to. Oh, totally. It's mine. Charlie's examining each of these um, suits of armor. Excellent. Yeah, I was going to take a look at Uh, this one up here, too. uh, They all appear to be sort of just formal suits of armor. They have different armaments and styles, and they're all largely sort of ceremonial armor. Um, But Charlie, as you look at them... Emblazoned on the shields of the ones that are carrying shields and on, like, the breastplates of the others is a coat of arms that you've never seen before. 
it's a set of scales. In one pan, a silver moon. In the other, a golden sun. In balance. Hmm. Does the sun specifically look like anything? Like exactly. My, like, like my med medallion. Your medallion is very clearly the same sun. Huh. And, but these suits of armor are um, basically just for human, any humanoid to wear. Is there anything about them that well, would like the slots for wings or anything like that? Or As you look around the back of one of them, they do in fact have slots for wings and the sort of clasps on the side. Yeah. It's actually the suit that's somewhat smaller than a lot of the other suits, which seem like they are made for large humanoids. Okay, so it seems like I've I've found the one that is the Aarakocra suit of armor. All of them have the same sigil on them, but right, but this, this one, one does seem to be the Aarakocran one. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, um, um, Charlie is is definitely in in a kind of focused daze if that's if such a thing is possible um and he's touching his medallion and i don't know i don't know what's coming next <laughs> but i mean this is definitely a like a, a you know a big moment for him if if perhaps still a confusing one <clears throat> and yeah as the rest of you look around the room there doesn't seem to be anything else here uh but all of you sort of feel as you're standing in this room, uh, you've gained the benefits of a long rest. Oh, sweet! We made the right choice! Yay! Yay. Awesome. <laughs> I got nothing. As this sort of healing warmth is filling you um, and sort of replenishing you and taking away the fatigue. So yeah, anything that you would get back on a long rest, uh, I don't think any of you were injured. Um, Jonas did a good job keeping watch and so you did not run into most of the harmful events oh oh no i didn't know that that's what those is that what the d6 that's what those are for? Uh, okay <laughs> oh boy uh, technically speaking every time you needed to make a perception check you needed to roll at least one set of d6s unless you rolled high enough to avoid rolling them oh sure okay you also rolled high enough to see the wolf before it uh, ate the person at the back of the party great <gasps> the dancing oh, food the dancing food yeah, oh, no. <laughs> 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 so should we go check out the other hallway? Yeah. It doesn't seem to be anything else in here, so I guess. So, uh, yeah, you can cut back to the other side if you want. Cool. Can we just, like, fast travel over there? Because yeah. I know it's going really slow for me. Yeah, it's kind of janky yeah. right now. Yeah, hold on. Don't don't move yourself, and I'll just grab you guys. Sure. There you go. In something similar to a party order. Okay. I check for traps again. Very good. Give me a <laughs> Not trick me this time. Oh, investigation, <laughs> sorry. I did the wrong one. Good roll. 19. You are very sure there are no traps here. All right. In this, like, and, and we're going to roll forward with probably not like a full 19, but a 15 as sort of you're continually checking for them now. Ooh. Is this a library? Apparently. Uh, guys, I have a bag of smelly ash. <laughs> That's great. That's so um, great. 
as you uh, get here, yeah, this this seems like it's at least the remains of a library. As you're looking around, you see lots of shelves, but there aren't really books. There's sort of scattered papers um, and torn remnants of stuff. You could look around a little bit more. Actually, sorry, I even gave it to you for that. Um, Boo, as you're looking into this room, as you were kind of the first one in, uh, one book does catch your eye. Like it's sort of wedged almost behind a shelf on the far wall. Okay. Um, yeah, if, if the rest of the room seems safe, I'll go up. Yeah, and... nothing else seems to be there. Everything else sort of seems to be ruined. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll go up to the book and try and see what it is. Yeah, you sort of wedge it out. And uh, you open it and you see that it, it, despite the fact that it's a decent sized book, it's actually only like a couple of pages and then folded over on itself multiple times in multiple directions is a much larger map. Um, and I'm going to drop into... Nope, not through that one, though. Good lord. I'm going to show to everyone... Uh, this is the text, and that is the map. And I will read out loud what the text says. When it comes to peering through the veils of time itself, nothing can be truly certain, and woe to those who claim it to be, or seek it to be. We have done our best, bent our minds and our magics for many a long hour to produce this work. But even then, we cannot truly say if what we produce now will be correct. We have done as best we could with the time that we had before this event took us. We will have to leave it to those that come after us. Take our work, amend it, note where we were wrong, if possible, why it went wrong. Even if some failures were inevitable, learning why we failed might inform you with more clarity as to what reality will be. This tome must be copied and recopied. It cannot be allowed to fade, to disappear. It is the sum total of the work of Highhold, our crowning achievement. Our descendants, you are charged with verifying, developing, doing whatsoever you can to improve upon this. We are sure of where the holds were located, and our divinations seem empowered for the areas directly around them. The others are our best guesses. In some cases, we aren't even sure of the location now, but something stirred in our visions. Do what you can. Survive and bring the magic back to this world when you can. There are additional notes in the margins indicating times that the text was copied and verified as identical, along with minor notes as to positions and readings. And... Huh. This is what is in the map. You all are down in the southwestern continent, and in fact, the mountain you are on is marked with a circle of gold and silver. As you look at the map, you can see there's three others. One north of you on an island in the lake, one to the right or the east in Dragon Mount, Dragon Rest rather, and one far to the northeast in the mountains of Rourke. There are also red circles with black dots in the middle, more of them scattered across the various lands and islands. Wow. I think I'm, I'm sharing this, obviously, with everyone. Um, 
Yeah, you sort of, I figured you unfolded it sort of on a side table and you're all looking yeah. at the map now. Cool. I think I'm going to look up at Charlie and just kind of say, like, in a low voice, do you think this is where you're from? It, it might be, yes. Wow. Um, and just for clarification going, this map is, seems to be, it's a map of what we would all know to be Tyr, the world of Tyr, right? It is, but some of the notes in there, and I didn't sort of specifically include them, indicate corrections as to where some of the islands are, or even the land masses themselves. Um, so it seems like it was drawn by someone divining what Tyr would look like. Hmm. This seems to be from before the 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 cataclysm. Does that does that seem right? Mm -hmm. Does that seem right? <laughs> I think so. Seems like it. If it's been copied this many times, I mean, the original must be extremely old. It seems like they predicted the cataclysm. Yeah. And knew that things would change. And maybe this is an answer to changing things back to how they were. Although, I don't know if we should. I think Boo's just going to cock their head to the side uh, in interest, but not actually say anything, but is very interested as to why the, the Blight Warden wouldn't want things to go back to the way they were. Hmm. Well, because we're all chosen, right? This world is... I mean, there's the Blight, which is very bad, but we were all chosen to survive, and we've survived very well without magic, and whatever caused the Cataclysm had to do with back then. Not us now. Hmm. Yeah, Boo's not buying it. <laughs> no, Boo's definitely not buying it. Um, I can roll inside if you like, but I'm okay with not. Um, I'm just going to like carefully wrap up this tome in something and um, and put it in my backpack. Very good. Easily done. Like I said, if you sort of follow the folds, it goes back into being a small sort of, not small, but a not huge book. Cool. So I have a mysterious tome. A mysterious tome. Does Charlie specifically see anything else of interest in this in this the remains of this library? Not really, outside of the fact that this thing got destroyed. The library got destroyed. It is very obvious that stuff was intentionally destroyed here. Like someone tossed it or like someone tossed it. There are not enough books. For the amount of shelves you see, someone may have taken books away. Um, a bunch, there are many torn pages inside. So all of that suggests that things there were intentionally destroyed. Hmm. Charlie is okay. drifting away from the group into this next room. Yep. Okay. So I guess I'll follow him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not thinking to look for traps because he's so distracted by his backstory. <laughs> Alrighty. 
What's this? Why is this not penetrating? Is this like actual termination? Huh, that was an interesting sentence. <laughs> um, so you see two passages, and I, I unfortunately I messed up one of the lines uh, for the light walls. Uh, the left side passage, you can see the hallway down. The right side of passage seems to have collapsed. Yeah. Okay, mm. so it's actual termination. Okay. It is actual termination. <laughs> Question mark. Is there anything in this room? Uh, no, it also, again, it seems relatively empty. Sort of like the first room. Uh, okay, I, I'm just trying to hurry up and follow Charlie. Keep him out of trouble. As he drifts. Also, I do like that your response to... I mean, I agreed with the moment and it was beautifully played, but your response to falling off the cliff was, I need to be able to see more clearly, not, I need to be able to use yeah. these fucking wings. <laughs> yes. I'm the one person in the world who cannot fall in normal well, circumstances. It was, in the, it was in the context of discussion of the dark. So. Oh, it was. It was just kind of funny when I realized that as I, because I'd quickly spun like, oh yeah, that's a thing that could require you to want to see really desperately. And then I'm like, huh, maybe that more indicated if only I could fly. Hey, it's never too late. Maybe I'll fall off of one of these collapsed uh, passageways. Charlie purposefully teeters on the edge of one. <laughs> it's more rubble that has collapsed into them. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Go, go, go. So you go through the, what seems like the remains of like a, a mess hall or something like that. Like multiple long tables are laid out in rows. Um, there are four passages off of it, three of which are collapsed. Um, and one of which, which Gloomy is standing by, uh, continues on. Are these all little desks? Uh, they're meant to be sort of dining tables. Okay. You make the best you could, you make do with what you can find in the, uh, yeah. library. Charlie, wait. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> I've only got little legs. <laughs> Why is this room empty? So you arrive in this room, and on the far wall, opposite the door that you came in, you see another massive door. And set inside the door in about a, a recess, it's about maybe two feet wide by two feet tall and about a foot back you see a scale resting inside it in one pan is a token of a moon and there is nothing in the other pan <gasps> do we hear thunder noises you do now you hear sort of a, a howling wind and just like thunder coming from out the other side. Uh, yeah, Charlie will be examining the the scale. This is by the door, he said. It's basically in the door. In the door, and yeah, we'll be recalling the the suit of armor and the sigil, or the the coat of arms. <clears throat> and yeah, his his hand will go slowly to the medallion around his neck, and he'll he'll remove that from his from his neck and um, uh, slowly put it in the 
scale opposite the one with the moon in it. As you do, the scales swing, the pans sort of teetering back and forth and then come to balance. Uh, And as they do, the doors sort of pull back and open, um, leaving, incidentally, the scale and your medallion accessible. Um, And they open, revealing behind them a massive set of stairs leading up. Ah. I'm going to take... Um, well, I'll let people walk through and then try to gingerly take both the moon and the sun medallion before I... For enter. a reason? Okay. Yeah. Because the DM said that they're still accessible. That's the reason. Okay. <laughs> I like that we've gone from Adam back with, like, session one of Goats and Dragons, just sort of trying to feel his way through the system, to Adam years later being like, because the DM said they were fucking accessible, so I'm taking them, goddammit. <laughs> if it is not bolted down or it's pointed out to me that it's not bolted down, I'm taking it. All right. Do you proceed up the stairs? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'll I'll walk just be I'll understand what Charlie's doing I think and walk just beyond the doorway and just sort of like wait. Yeah, so you 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 sort of pull the tokens out and the doors don't seem to move at all. They seem open now. I I eat the tokens because Charlie's <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what? Okay, as we proceeded, no, I... Adam descended into just the full-on chaos mode. Somewhere Burbage is, is inside of him fighting to get out. No, Charlie... This is the final Burbag Gambit. <laughs> Charlie pockets the, the, the medallions and, and goes through the door. Oh shit, it actually oh, is a no. dragon! As you ascend the stairs in front of you, you see a giant wielding a massive sword of crackling lightning raging and swinging at a dragon a giant ancient silver dragon its wings flapping furiously trying to gain ground as you all crest the stairs and see this sight the giant's eyes swivel towards you entirely purple its form slightly amorphous as if it was made of the storm itself. And as it releases a blast of energy, the dragon launches itself, absorbing that blast and being knocked backwards over a massive altar. The dragon will turn its head to you and shout, help me, help me restrain her. I'm failing, but she must not be allowed to go completely berserk. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. We're level three. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, like, right? And like, I don't uh, know what this dragon thinks we're gonna do. Wait, oh. did we understand it, or did only Gloomy understand? It's spoken it? common. Okay. I can't even. See. That's pretty good. Holy fuck! Seriously. The one time I roll a high roll. And it's for this. <laughs> Nines all fucking night long. 
So, as you make your way into this, um, all of you notice a little bit more as you're looking at this that the giant is just sort of lashing out and it seems to be fighting sloppily and it's also covered with uh, burns that look like they're almost freeze burns and you can see ice caked on it in places meanwhile the dragon is coated in just heavy wounds and burns that fr- that appear to be coming from lightning um, they both appear to be very bloodied wow and with that cornucopia one shoe what would you like to do she hugs the dragon <laughs> they, they hug the dragon this is this is this is your this is your Leroy Jenkins moment hug the fluffy dragon <laughs> I told you there was a dragon! Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Boo's like, yep! 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 Checks out. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, dog. Uh, well, now we have to fight, right? Um, mm, mm, mm. um, I guess, let's see if I can grab this. I love you and one shoe for the fact that you look at this, these creatures that are dozens of times bigger than you and just little one shoes reaction is fuck it. Spiky stick. Here we go. (laughs) This is how we do. Very good. Fluffy dragon needs my help. Fluffy dragon does appear to need your help. Uh, Would you like to move at all? Or would you like me to move Um. you? Yes, please. Uh, just sort of advancing forward into the room? Yeah. Okay. There you go. And Jonas. Cool, cool. Would you mind moving me as well? Uh, I'm going to move uh, my full 30, and then I'm going to use my uh, bonus action as a cunning action to uh, dash. So I'll, I'll move 60, and then I'm going to go ahead uh, while I'm on the run uh, and take out my uh, short bow and take a shot at the giant. I think I got you to the right place. How far am I? I'm still at disadvantage, but at all. Uh, You could do that or you could use your uh, action to also dash if you want to. Your choice. I'm going to go ahead and take the shot from here. Give me an attack roll and it'll have disadvantage. That's uh, fair. Eight. <laughs> uh, you, you sort of line up running full speed and you loose the arrow and the wind around the giant itself seems to just sort of slap it to the side. Uh, and that was your movement action and bonus action. Yep. So that'll do it for you. Gloomy. Sure. I was born to kill monstrosities. I'm going to move and fully. Then I'm going to zoom out on my map and measure. You are 85 feet from the dra- or from the giant. And Hunter's Mark. Okay. You have applied Hunter's Mark to that giant. Anything else? 
Yes. I'm going to shoot the giant with my longbow. Okay. Does a 13 hit? 13 hits. It's weird. The giant doesn't appear to be wearing armor. I didn't mean to. I don't know if I just clicked that twice. I must have. Um, yeah. So it's 10 plus damage. the 3. Yeah. And, and then I think. Yeah, I get a second attack because Dread Ambusher. It's not a bonus attack. It's if you take the attack action on that turn, the first turn of combat, you can make one additional weapon attack as part of that action. Yep. If, the, if that attack hits, the target takes an extra D8 damage of the weapon's damage type. Yep. 24 hits. So that's that. Then roll a D8. And I believe you add the three from Hunter's Mark again. Or do I roll it again? Uh, yeah, you can just roll Hunter's Mark again. Jesus. A lot of damage this turn. Uh, 21? Sure. Yeah, that looks like 21. Yes. The giant sort of... Uh, 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 anything else from you? Gloomy. No, that's my turn. Okay. Storm Giant is going to close in and basically just begin hammering on the dragon with this massive sword that appears to be made out of lightning. And roll. And it missed. And, and roll. And it hit. Yeah, dragon not looking too good. Charlie. Um. <clears throat> shit. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> so much to kind of consider right now um i mean charlie has a base speed of i mean walking of 25 feet um i i mean he's running forward for sure i think i mean unless so like oh god (laughs) there's a way you could be faster yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's true I just don't know yeah I mean I guess well, fuck it this is it right he's not gonna wait around <laughs> like he sees a dragon and a giant like this is the most intense thing that's ever happened in his life this seems as good a time as any for and he's holding both the moon and the sun medallion still in his hands like something significant is happening and so he will for the first time in his life actually managed to without even almost willing it <laughs> um, almost willing it after the fact will fly into the air almost like against his will like he's just being pulled toward the the, the dragon and the giant um, and he's as shocked by this as anybody um, that'll take him 50 feet was that about thank you so that counts as movement, right? That is your basic move. Um, he's, the giant is still like 70 feet away from me at least. So I'm not sure I can do any 
spells on him. I think. I'll, I mean, for now, the 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 flight the flight is enough of like what the fuck is happening. Um, Charlie will um, try to. What's the range of a light crossbow? He's close enough. Yeah, so I'll do a light crossbow attack on uh, okay. on the giant. Sixteen hits. Eight piercing. Good. Good shot. Nice, nice. And will that do? Yay! Um, yeah, and he'll but he'll also yell out like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh boo. Uh, cool. So first, see, even though all this shit's happening, seeing Charlie fly for the first time, Boo is just like whooping and like jumping up and down the air, so excited. <laughs> uh, obviously, very serious because there's a big fight bit going on. But not only is are they extremely excited Charlie's flying, but like this is fucking awesome. Boo is so excited to be in this fight. Um, <laughs> so they're gonna do uh, with my. Beeline agility, I can take, I can double my movement uh, for a turn and still take, uh, still take an action. So I can move 90 feet, which is cool. But I don't know if I want to get really up close and personal with, <laughs> with what's going on. So um, I might move 60 feet. So like up here-ish, is that right? Yeah, it's right around. Yeah, uh, and pull out my longbow and shoot that instead, I guess. Yeah, give me a shot. I'm not very good with the longbow, though, so... Better at smashing than shooting. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Never mind! I told okay. you, Drew's very pumped. <laughs> uh, Boo is very pumped. Uh, give me another d20 roll, just a straight d20. Okay. Done. Six. All right. So you you run forward and you you line up the shot and release the arrow and essentially you saw the bolt earlier get knocked aside by the wind and you almost aim through one of the gusts of wind. Um, so it was a an accurate shot. So you'll get an additional three to your damage. Oh, cool. um, and then go ahead and roll damage by clicking on longbow. Mm -hmm. Oh, not great. Uh, um, all right, so that'll be four plus three, seven. Sorry. Yay. Rough. Oh, I did tell you I wasn't very good with the bow. So. All right, but still. <laughs> yeah, I'm like shot. hooping and a holler and air waving at Charlie. <laughs> hey, right, that'll be my move. Yay! The dragon will sort of lean back and swipe with its claws a uh, couple times. Uh, got a bit of damage in on the dragon uh, with one of the swipes. The dragon sort of slapped the other one away. Um, and now it's going to, the dragon's going to sort of collapse backwards. Um, and now you all can see it is just bleeding profusely. 
Um, I'm trying to think of, in a metagame but fun way to do this, uh, let me put it this way. This dragon now has less HP than some of you all. Jesus Ooh. Christ. X. Cornucopia. Okay. So, uh, one shoe is going to go... I, her full movement, or their full movement, if I can figure this out, because it's not liking me at all. There you go. Is that 25 feet? Roughly? Yeah, I think or... it was. Okay. No, okay. So, and then how far is not close enough? And I don't know what you heard because you were having to bob in and out. The dragon looks like yeah. it is on its absolute last legs. Um, right, he's. It's too far away for me for me to heal it. But at you all. could take so the dash action, and then you could use heal word, oh. which has a range of sixty feet and as a bonus action. Yes, that's what I would love to do. So I can move a little further. You can move another twenty-five feet by spending your action to do that. Okay. So that puts me here. Yeah, and then you're within, Maybe. and then you're within <laughs> range so... to use okay, healing word. Me... So it'll be two plus two healing. Mm-hmm. So the dragon regained four HP. As a note, because again, you have context for that. That looked like that helped where it was a lot. Okay. Um. It says Tyler character because it took the old filler name, and now I'm like, what's your character? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what would you like to do? Sure, I would like to move another 30 feet uh, towards our giant friend who's not a great friend because he's, he's hurting people. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and take another shot with my short bow. A uh, question: Would you consider the dragon an ally of you? Yeah, absolutely, fantastic. That's just a sneak attack question in case yeah. I hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it, it, he definitely ate an attack for you. Wow, I am not doing well on this. Inspiration. Oh, inspiration. inspiration. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's use the inspiration. <laughs> Let's make another attack roll for me. Sure. Uh, Damn! Not much better. Eleven does not quite hit. <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, I'm gonna go ahead and use my bonus action to uh, to dash, and I'm gonna move uh, just thirty feet closer to our dragon friend. I don't know how close that's gonna get me, but if I can get myself between him or between the giant. And him, that'd be nice. Or as close thereabouts. I do also love the fact that we've got a party of level three characters running at a storm giant quintessent. Um, <laughs> and an ancient dragon. They're just like, fuck it, no. Gloomy. Well, like I said, either die in a place of glory or stop with everyone else, right? Somewhere you feel Batajun nod. <laughs> <laughs> Was that about 35 feet? I think it was. Close enough. Okay. Um, and I'm going to fire at the giant again. Okay. I'm waiting for this relatively under control situation to spiral out as you like fumble 17 times in a row. 
It will not. Yay. That is not what will happen. Roll another wow. d20 for me. Crit hit. Man, oh man. Yeah. These longbow attacks are really working out for us. 20. Wow. Jeez, that's wild. Roll your damage. Okay. 18. And then that also has Hunter's Mark. Yep, so roll the d6, or Hunter's Mark. 21. It would immediately be reduced to half HP if it was, if that did more than taking three times your damage roll. And it also will skip its next round as just the effect of you hitting it. If not for the effect that that arrow is going to put it down. Do you want to kill or KO? KO. Okay. So you will fire and you sort of fire directly under its collarbone and you watch as it tries to swing its sword arm again and just sort of can't the feeling in its arm gone and slumps backwards unconscious. You are out of combat. Damn, we Whoa. killed it. Yay! Wow. I'm a light warden dragon. What the fuck is going on here? I don't. Uh, uh, you. Uh, you. You have my thanks, gentlefolk. I fear that I was about to lose any semblance of control over that. I. It may be too late for me. My wounds are deep, but please, as much as you have helped Can me... Can I cast Cure Wounds on the stupid dragon saying it's too late for him? <laughs> He's right? a dragon! He's fucking melodramatic as fuck! But yeah, you can totally Cure Wounds on him. Charlie's just kind of almost uncontrollably just swooping around the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Steady himself. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, he's a little bit healthier. He's like, oh, uh, well... Perhaps this isn't too late for me. You're not I going to die. You just need to rest. But as much as my friend's mind, we must heal my friend's mind. They have lost it to Grasgothalon. Um I'm sorry, what? I think that you just one, had a cough. <laughs> that, actually, you understood. Uh, he dropped into Draconic. Oh. Um, the, the, the Blighted Madness. Have I heard of that before? You have in some texts. It's a, a term that is used for people who are exposed to the blight too directly that it can kind of destroy their minds. Okay. I'm not sure that cure wounds will fix that. What happened to your friend? Why are they why have they gone mad? I do not, I do not know. I, we, we are the last of our families. We, we stay here serving our penance for our family's failure to intervene so long ago. We could have done something, but we did not because of the mistrust between us. So we have stayed here ever since aiding the people that once lived in this fortress, fighting back the blight, the remainder of the cataclysm itself. I, 
several weeks ago we were we were to have met, but one of the small folk ambushed me while I was resting. He wasn't able to do too much to me, but he was formidable. I withdrew, and my friend, Krograer, sought healing herbs for me, but never returned. Then, after a week or two or three, the storms, I heard them raging, and I I found Krogrier lashing out, becoming the storm itself. I tried to reason with her, but then I realized she was losing her mind. I've been fighting her in the weeks since then, trying to restrain her. Charlie will kind of like stumble slash crash to the ground finally with a really rough landing. <clears throat> you, you've been fighting up here for weeks? Yes. You mentioned the last of your families and, and perhaps another friend. Is it just the two of you up here? Or is there somebody else? Mm, no. For for the last few years, we have been alone up here. Krogrier and I traveled to deal with some of the sickness in the land. And when we came back, the attendants of this place were gone. We do not know what had happened to them. The attendants... And he's going to sort of peer at you. You have their sigil. And the look of some of them. Are you one of them? We do not remember having seen you. I was hoping <laughs> you would tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, Charlie will pull out the, yeah, the, will just, yeah, hold up the. These are, the yes, moon these and the sun medallion. These are the keys to this place. The, the temple below is sealed off otherwise. I. Uh, so, are you one of the attendants? You, no, you can't be. You were saying you hoped I had answers. I, I, I came here looking for, for answers. I was found in the Blighted Lands as an infant nine years ago. And, well... Yes, nine years ago. And stop pause. <laughs> double checking the notes. I I think I suspect that I am perhaps descended from the attendants here, but I still I still don't fully understand what's happening. <laughs> Decided Aarakocra sound like in their embracing their Aarakocra-ness. Just, just random screams. Embrace your hair. Um, he'll sort of nine years ago would make sense. That is around the time that they disappeared. I, I am afraid that I do not have answers for you. At least that I know of directly, but certainly. If you had those items in your possession, 
You are a descendant of those that lived here. Well, oh, that, that that makes sense, and 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 it's so Kai that you don't have all the answers because this is just a one shot. So. <laughs> Did you hit your head? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the landing looked a little rough. Yeah, it was a rough landing. <laughs> but, but please, is there anything you can do? for my friend before she is taken by the blight. I'm not sure we should plant a seed in her. Although, fuck. Have her lick the seed. Lick the seed. Yeah, right? Lick the like seed. I mean, this is like When she was point. definitely petting this dragon's leg. Okay. Oh, okay. Hi there. Okay. Can I, can I, can I help? Okay. 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 They said the seed chases the blight back, right? Yeah. That was a secondary mission anyway. Might as well use it to save this giant because it was more, this seems more important than just reclaiming land for White Mount. Yeah. Oh, and this also, I mean, this fixes the storms. The storm. Fix the storm. The seed. Pet the fluffy dragon. I just don't think planting seeds and like flesh is generally considered nice. I think we force feed it to her. I mean, okay. yeah, maybe, it's a storm giant. Maybe she just has to touch it. Like we can try that first. It seems the least damaging <laughs> option, right? Things down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out that this seed would not take up very much room in her throat. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you, you sort of pull the seed out, and you—I'll hand it to um, to one shoe. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Do I get like any kind of feeling from holding the seed? More it's than a feeling. Powerfully magical. <laughs> um, it it feels like sunshine. Sunshine on a cloudy day. On your shoulders. Can we not? <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> Dang. Okay, well then, I guess I'll just take the seed over to this giant storm giant. Giant storm giant. Yes. Accurate. Plant the seed. And are you like planting the seed? Touching the seed? To <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping like the seed is going to like, kind of like guide me. I don't, I mean, as, so as we like, move closer, the seed starts almost pulsing with energy. And my cat is meowing at me. <laughs> that's how, that that's like how it pulses with energy. <laughs> um, and, and as you move different places, it sort of becomes stronger or weaker. Okay. I'm going to move until it's super strong. It seems strongest right by the giant's left hand, which had stayed clutched closed. Oh, I bet it's good. Sorry. I'm not going to get too spoilers. Yep. Okay. Then I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm like, I'm going to climb up and I'm going to try and pry the fingers open. It's tiny little. <laughs> they are each no. bigger yeah. than you. So that's not going great. I'll help. Okay, Which so probably won't help hey, much. somebody help me. Yeah, so yeah. if we need to if people go over and you start pulling these 
literally giant fingers back. Um, and it takes a moment. And as you open them in the giant's palm is from their perspective, a tiny orb, but from your perspective, a rather sizable object about a foot in diameter. It is jet black and it seems to draw your eyes into it. And as soon as you uncover it, the dragon will hiss, don't touch it. Um, and about at the same time as this, as soon as you see it gloomy, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Disadvantage? Yes, actually. Oh, I was just saying shit. Because I'm <laughs> annoying, but cool. <laughs> 19. Good. Uh, you fall to the ground, like to your knees, almost retching. Um, the thing in the giant's hand is essentially the strongest blight you have ever felt. That's the blight. It is evil, brokenly evil. No wonder How? she lost her mind. We must remove it from her, but we must not touch it. <laughs> hmm. I don't understand how it's taken form like that. I don't understand what's going on. It is an item, a magic one, that was exposed to the blight and has become a resonance for it. Oh, so like if we did enough good deeds, like saving ghosts down by the river and stuff, it would make it better? I think that this... You refer to objects that are corrupted. This one is blighted. It, oh, it, yes, I remember that distinction. Miracle <laughs> upon miracle to bend it from what it is now. <clears throat> All right, y'all. So how do we how do we unblight it or how do we get it out of her hand? Charlie kind of slowly approaches the giant and hears the question from uh, from Gloomy about how could we how could we remove this this object from from this giant's hand without touching it. And Charlie thinks to himself, oh, uh, if only I had some way to do that. <laughs> And from the depths of his mysterious magical blood, he might manage to, uh, without even willing it, almost willing it, after the fact, uh, cast the spell Levitate on this strange, <laughs> strange object, this blight. Would that work? <laughs> I don't know. Show me the spell. I'm not super familiar with Levitate. One, it might specify it has to target a creature. Creature or object no, or within range, and you don't have to touch it. Oh, Excellent. Nice. Uh, and, I, yes. and that's one of the four spells that I yeah, kind of... Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Uh, the, the, the orb will sort of pop free and lift up. Um, and as you do that, uh, one shoe, you touch the seed to the giant's hand um, right where the orb had been. Um, and the seed just sort of pulses with light and then shatters. Um, and you see the giant sort of, 
Uh, uh, Are you okay now? Uh, uh, I think so. you are very small. <laughs> there. We fixed the storm. Plant the seed. Fix the storm. Yeah, plant, plant the, the seed. seed. Fix the storm. Hey, guys, I think I'm a sorcerer. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Charlie. That's pretty great. The dragon will sort of nod. Yes, many of the attendants were magical in that way. All right, that clicks into place. I'm a sorcerer. Jonas over here, he's a shapeshifter. All right, let's not go shouting that from the mountaintops. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon. We're literally on a mountaintop. I, I, yeah. I, I think that's the point. That's yeah. The, that's the, yeah, the dot. Yeah. That's funny. That's the joke. Dot JPG. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> okay. We're getting kind of, kind of slap happy here. <laughs> uh, is... One shoe sh is definitely petting the dragon again now that the giant is fine. This is very disconcerting. My friend Boo, they made a great shot with a with a longbow, and, and so did Gloomy. We we made a great team. What uh, guys? Maybe we should. Uh, what? Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> we should keep going on adventures after this together. Maybe, huh? Figure out what's yeah. going on. Yeah. I mean, I don't go on adventures. I'm just trying to solve the Blighted Lands, but you all are welcome to help with that. Yeah, no, you'll come with us. If you want to cool. join the Blight Wardens. Yeah, no, you'll come with us. It's fine. You'll come oh, it's okay. No. This is my job. Oh. We fixed the storm and planted the seed. Yay! And so, Yay. so <laughs> two things kind of happened from each of them. The dragon will sort of go, ah, yes, Blight Wardens. That's the name. Sorry, I ate that lizard one. Why did you eat? Wait, wait, what? What lizard one? He was the one who stabbed me. Wait, was one of the other flight wardens that went out a lizard also? Nope. What lizard one? What did he look like? Describe him to me. Don't just say lizardy. Uh, <laughs> emerald scales, sort of golden eyes, carrying a great sword, stabbed me. A lot. Does that sound like Yixie? I'm gonna shapeshift into Yix. Did it look like this? <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. Mm. Nice. Why did he stab you? Yeah. I don't know. It was very frustrating. As I'm still patting him. Yix. But hey. is, isn't Yix in town? Yes. So... If this dragon ate Yicks, then Definitely who's did. in town right now? That's exactly my question. Thank you, Boo. Huh. <sighs> Not just a pretty face. And I fluff my fluff. <laughs> 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 Kroger will also go. Uh, that sounds important for you to attend to, but also the small furry one is correct. There is more to this. There are more things like that. I could feel them. Each of them powerful. Each ravenous for more. Each desperate to extend the blight. Some are slumbering as this one did, but there are at least two more. 
active and awake. They cannot be allowed to run the world. I fear what they will do to people, what they did to me. You must take this, hide it, protect it, and you must find a way to purify or destroy them. But be careful. Okay, one, we can't touch it, and two, where and how did you find it? I was looking for herbs for my friend. He was wounded. I, As I wandered, I thought, searching, thinking which herbs could help, and I heard a voice. It promised mercy. Mercy for my friend's pain. I dug and dug and found the orb. And and then it told me it told me to use my abilities to give mercy to this entire area. So by mercy it meant to kill? Seems like. It is twisted. It is vicious. It is willful. But... It attempts to these things try to take your best impulses, your highest goals, and twist them into something destructive that spreads the blight. I also am very worried if someone in your town, a leader who is dead, is not dead. That does seem quite concerning. Yeah, Yiggs has got some explaining to do. <laughs> We only had the one seed. How can we, how, how, I, and at that one, she was just going to look down. I don't, I don't understand. However, as you look down, you do also see light spreading, the storm having broken as Krogrier has their mind back. And you are left with the knowledge that the town is not going to starve though is not necessarily safe. You also have to deal with this orb and perhaps some of the knowledge that you have discovered, which, Boo, to you, sounds like a really good adventure. Yeah. Boo is so psyched. (laughs) And you all now have a bit more knowledge of perhaps why the grounds around White Mount are as healthy as they are and why the blight seems as peaceful here as it does. And I think with that, we will call it an adventure. Yay! So many questions. But we fixed the storm, planted the seed, and now we get to go home. (laughs) And kill some yicks, question mark. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much to everyone who played. Thank you so much, everyone who listened. I hope you had a great time. I also, for... Everyone here at Helpful Goat want to extend special thanks to Tyler and Monty for playing with us the first time. We hope you had fun. Hope you come back and play with us again soon. Hells yeah. And from everyone here at Helpful Goat Games, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful evening. Good night. Good night. Good Good morning. Good night. (laughs) Don't let the blight spice. Don't let the blight. Don't let the bed bugs blight. There you go.
take a nap, take a walk, plant the seed. Uh, 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 Have a good night, everyone. Uh, uh, uh. I was going to say, I didn't want to say it um, during the, the big dragon dramatic speech because um, it was very cool and dramatic and I didn't want to interrupt. I forgot that I was playing and not just watching. Um, <laughs> but I definitely did. While Charlie was swooping around, I for sure stretched up as high as I could for a high five. I just wanted to make sure that you definitely knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate that. He would have high fived you right back. Ah, oh, so psyched. And then probably have crashed straight into you. That's probably what. <laughs> that's probably what made me finally land was I went down to give you the high five, and that's what made me kind of. Start. Gotta go for the high five. <laughs> oh. Probably. <laughs> that's canon. Yep.